Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello again, everybody. I'm Alan Smith, and welcome to Truth About Trucking Live. We are coming to you once from Citrus County, Florida, and I thank you for joining us today. We have a spe- very special guest today. Join us on- joining us on the phone is Ellen Boya of Women in Trucking, an advocate for all of those women truckers out there, and her website is womenintrucking.org. Ellen, I'm happy to have you on the show today. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me, Alan. Well, I know you, I know you do a lot of traveling. Are you are you back in Wisconsin now? Yes, I'm actually in my home office. So, it's it, and it's a great day in Wisconsin. The sun is shining. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's always good. I mean, we're here in Florida. We've had all the rain, but that's all that's finally blown through. And we didn't get very much here where we were. At. We only got like one and a half inches of rain and some other places had like 33, 34 inches, so we, we were very lucky. Wow. Well, it's beautiful here. It's nice and sunny. So. Well, good. I'm glad you're back there safe. Um, let's just jump in here and get started. What, um, first, tell us about yourself, your background. For those who don't know, uh, just, just who is Ellen Boya? Well, my career in the trucking industry actually started back in, well, I hate to say this, but it was uh, 1979. <laughs> And I was working for a steel fabricating plant, and I was I was in the drafting department. I had taken drafting in high school, and I was drawing material handling equipment like steel pallets and things like that, pretty simple stuff. And they needed someone in the traffic department, and they asked if I'd be interested, and I said, well, what's a traffic department? And then they said, well, we'll double your salary. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I was hired to um, help. At that time, it was just before deregulation, and I learned how to read tariffs and how to audit freight bills, um, how to negotiate with carriers because everyone had the same rates in those days. Um, And then they sent me to traffic and transportation management school, and um, then my boss left. And so I took over the role of traffic manager. And um, I've had a passion for this industry ever since, and especially for families and and, families. you know, the spouse, I did my master's degree graduate research on women married to professional drivers. So, um, and then and then my, okay. my most recent role, 
Um, well, I worked for Schneider National for a while as re manager of recruiting and retention programs. But just before that, I spent six years as the executive director of Trucker Buddy, which I'm sure many of your listeners are familiar with the program. It's a pen pal program where truck drivers right. postcards to kids. So, so that's kind of in a nutshell what Ellen's been doing in the past 20-some years. <laughs> yeah, so you've actually been um, involved in the trucking industry for, what, that'd be like 28, 29 years. Yes, my entire career. Believe me, I was not too far out of high school at that time, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, what is um, what I, I what what is Women in Trucking dot org? What, what's it all about? Well, I started Women in Trucking a little over a year ago because I realized that this industry needs more drivers. This industry needs to learn how to reach out to other subgroups and and Hispanics, people over fifty, um, and women. And I. I have a passion for encouraging and mentoring and supporting people in this industry. So I started Women in Trucking to do just that. And I always tell people Women in Trucking is not for women. It's about women. Um, about 24% of our members are men. So I just want to say that up front that Women in Trucking is intended to encourage and mentor and support women in the industry and celebrate their successes. But... Um, there are many men who feel the same way we do, and we encourage them to be members. So that's that's really what we're doing. Okay. We're, we're we're trying to increase the the success, increase the numbers of women in this industry, but also um, help them and make them successful. Now, is it just um, promoting women for the driving positions, or, or just all aspects of the industry? All aspects. We have safety professionals, oh. mechanics, um, trucking company owners. Even women in the media, there aren't a lot of women, um, there aren't as many women in the media in the trucking industry, um, all aspects. I mean, there, this, this industry is so male-dominated that uh, right. there's a few more women. <laughs> right. And I mean, as far as the drivers, what, what's the percentage of women right now, around 5 6% or something like that? I would say it's just under 6. The Department of Labor numbers are from 2006, and they show 5.2%. But I believe we're closer to probably just under 6%. And you know what, Alan? Those numbers have not really changed percentage-wise over the past 20 years. Wow. Is that right? That's right, percentage-wise. Well, uh, well, what about um, – I mean, so you have the women that may be interested in trucking. So what kind of fears are – Maybe that's not the right word, but re reluctancy issues, do you commonly hear from them that, you know, they may be holding back from going into the driving sector or the trucking industry, though they're really wanting to? What what kind of issues are you hearing from them? Well, the very first issue is that they don't know that they're they're welcome and wanted and that they can do the job. And so we tell women, you can drive a truck. You can be a mechanic. You can this, – this industry welcomes women because a lot of women will say to me, Oh, Ellen, I'm I'm not physically capable of driving a truck, and I tell them yes, you are. Or they'll say I'm not mm -hmm. mechanically minded, and I'll say, well, guess what? With the technology in the trucks today, you don't need to be mechanically minded. So, the very first obstacle right. is the fact that women don't realize that they can do this job. But the second obstacle is that they don't know they're wanted. I mean, this industry is so it's such a good old boys group. <laughs> that we, we've got to rethink how we attract women into it. And we've got to look at some of the things that we don't even notice because we've been here so long. 
So when I talk mm-hmm. to someone and say, what are your safe driving awards, and they tell me that they're big belt buckles, you know, I'll say to them, right. well, <laughs> you might want to rethink, <laughs> you know. <laughs> not, <laughs> right. I, <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with a big belt buckle, believe me, but it might not be as attractive <laughs> to a woman driver. Right. <laughs> right. I have... I have a few of those big buckles, but they they wouldn't really fit a woman, I don't think. So I, I see where you're going. So well, well that uh, and the amenities at the truck stops. I I have visited a lot of truck stops lately, and first thing I do is I walk into the convenience store and see are there women's size clothing, are there women's footwear, uh, do they have women's deodorant, um, right. are the are the facilities, I mean. Anyone who's been in this industry over 10 years remembers when the showers were just kind of open, you know, like a locker room. They were pretty rough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so now showers are, they're unisex. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's male or female. Um, So we've come a certain way. I mean, we've we've come, we've moved forward. We're in the, you know, the 21st century now. (laughs) Right. But still, some of the amenities could be changed to, uh, you know, uh, to um, encourage and support the the female drivers in this industry. Right. Yeah, I, I never really thought about that before. You know, just being a man and walking. I've I've been out there thirty years, and and I, you know, it never crossed my mind. So it makes a lot of sense what you're saying. If um, now by encouraging employment and promoting accomplishments and minimizing the obstacles, well. How do, you, how do you go about achieving those goals? Can you give us some examples of what you've done and, and what you've achieved in that? Sure, sure. Um, we're working on um, – we, we learned that there's uh, some issues about trucks, that, that some carriers have only so many keys, and so that if you make a duplicate key and then you leave, or you can open someone else's truck. So we're working with um, trying to get a unit that goes inside the truck. I know a lot of people will strap their seatbelts into the handles, um, but you, mm-hmm. shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to be – a truck is your place of business. You shouldn't have to be fearful of your safety when you're sleeping. So that's right. one of the things. Um, I'm working with the – we are working with the National Association, National Association of Truck Stop Owners. And okay. we're working with them to develop a set of criteria that the truck stops can use so that we can come in and say – You've met this criteria, you're, you get four stars. Or if you do this, you get five stars. Or, you know, um, here's the criteria. If you want our members to stop there, then um, we're going to verify that you've met this criteria and that you continue to meet the criteria. And that involves safety, um, security, and amenities, convenience. Okay. Yeah, the, the secu- I've, I've written a few articles about security too, because I know that's that's even a problem for men. You know, um, a lot of the big giant truck stops have you know come a long way with that, but there's still many of those little mom and pops out there that even I'm a little fearful of going in at night sometimes. You know. Right, and to and to be a female driver, especially a solo, some of our members have told us that they will fuel at one truck stop and then pull into the next one and sleep and not get out, so that no one knows that they're a solo female. So, oh right, yeah. There are things that there are there are ways to say to stay safer, but it's just still too bad that women have to be worried about their safety in their occupation. Right, but you're you're seeing um, you're seeing achievements in that though, right? Yes, yes, actually we are. Yeah, so, 
and you know some of the things that we're asking for aren't too difficult like two showers when or two towels when you take a shower <laughs> one to dry right <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah some of them sometimes i've had them give me like a washcloth and i thought you know this isn't going to work you know <laughs> well and, you know that's not even a gender thing because there's men with long hair too so right everything that we do benefits men it's not just to benefit women but the one other thing, you know, when you ask me what we're doing, we're celebrating successes. We want to have the most female-friendly carrier award and maybe an award for the most female-friendly truck stop chain and maybe an award for the most female-friendly um, manufacturer. Uh, one of the board members on our board of directors, her name is Lenora Hardy, and she has a Ph.D. in ergonomics, and she works for International Truck and Engine, and they're trying very hard to... Um, accommodate drivers. Think about teams. You know, you, you, maybe the, the the wife is five foot four and 100 pounds, and then the husband is six foot three and you know 180 or right. 200 pounds. How do you make that mm -hmm. seat fit both of them? Right. You know, things like right. that. How can you accommodate different sizes? So, and even that helps. You know, smaller men, um, not just women. It's just that women are typically smaller. Right, and for those who don't know ergonomics, that's just basically figuring out the designs and everything of the cab or truck to make it uh, equal for both partners. That's right, that's right. And I've seen some really fascinating things that have been done. Um, International brought the dash closer so that women could reach the, the, um, the switches. Um, they brought the shelving down oh, wow. so, so that women could see over the top. Um, you know, I uh, one of one of our members said, "Why can't they have a, a why can't truck stops have a ladder out there so that you know if we want to if we can't reach the fuel, you know the tanks on the other side or right. whatever, you know things like that. I mean, right. pretty simple stuff, but got to think about it. Never, yeah, I hear you. Simple things, but never been done. So, <laughs> so really, womenintrucking.org is um, is really more of like a promotional edu educational organization really it doesn't have anything to do with recruiting or anything like that then no we don't recruit um, we get a lot of women who call and ask what questions they should ask before they go to a carrier so we'll say mm -hmm. you know you might want to see if they have uh, female trainers you might want to see I mean if, if an automated transmission is important to you or if uh, you know if the if you want reefer or if you want bulk instead of flatbed you know we help them um, we help them ask the right questions so that they can be successful. Right. Right. I have a – well, let's go to the line. I see a familiar number here. Donna was going to be here today, and she ran to town and uh, got stuck in town, but I see a familiar number here on the line. So uh, let me uh, open that up. Hey, Donna, that's you, right? Hey, I'm here. Okay. Hi, Ellen. I thought that, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a familiar number. Yeah, I appreciate. We appreciate you being on here today. I know how busy you are. Oh well, I appreciate you having uh, any exposure we get from women in trucking is always beneficial. So I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, our pleasure. Um, you know, we get uh, a lot of emails. I mean, mostly from students and new drivers. But I did promise the lady drivers that I would address this one question. Um, before I do uh, ask it, I just want to say to everyone. Um, I don't have a CDL. 
And um, I don't think you do. Ellen, do you have a CDL? No, I'm going to truck driving school this fall. Oh, are you really? Well, I don't plan oh, on going. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would like to, I just want to let people know that I used to own a small fleet with my former husband, so we had three trucks. So I've been on the road. You have an months. idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been on the road. I just haven't been in the driver's seat. Well, I, I have no plans of getting a CDL. Alan will barely get in a car with me, let alone a truck. <laughs> so <laughs> I doubt that will work. But but I tell you, the one thing, and, and I'm hearing it in your voice, and the one thing that well, Alan and I both have is empathy and compassion. Yes. And I think that's, um, that's so important for, for any figurehead or organization head. I mean, that's... I mean, you can have five million safe miles and, uh, you know, all these awards and everything, and if, if you don't have empathy or compassion for people, really, I, I don't see, you know, the good in all that. But being that said, um, I, I have to ask this question because I said I would, and so I'm just basically going to just read it. Uh, life on the road has many daily problems, dispatchers, people lying to you, impossible schedules, skyrocketing fuel prices, and insurance. So the question um, is, since you haven't dealt with any of that, how can you speak for us? And, um, you know, basically, if you just want to answer them, um, that'd be great. <laughs> well, if, if anyone's got a solution to fuel prices, I think that they <laughs> should be president. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, really. <laughs> Um, but our, our, there are enough trucking associations out there, state associations, there's the American Trucking Association, there's OIDA. There's a lot of associations out there looking for the interests of the trucking industry. And we're not speaking on behalf of the trucking industry as much as we're speaking on behalf of the women who either want to be in this industry or already are in this industry. So I guess my answer to that is that I care about the the issues um, that we are dealing with in order to make women successful. Um, and, yes, I care about fuel. Yes, I care about safety, security, and dispatchers and things like that. Um, but I think as a new organization, I think our first focus should be on the priorities that our members have asked us, and that's safety and security. So that will be our first focus. Maybe when we get safety and security down pat, we'll go for fuel prices. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like how Bill Clinton must have felt during the campaign, you know, when, <laughs> yeah. hey, you know, you never served, how do you know, and that well, kind and, of thing. But um, And I do, I my entire career has been in the trucking industry, and I've owned trucks, um, I've dispatched trucks, I did consulting to trucking companies for 16 years and licensed and permitted them. So even though... I, you know, the the issue about whether I've been a driver, no, I haven't. Right. Um, but I don't but think you, you – go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and it goes back to what we were saying before, um, I don't drive either, but <laughs> I care. And well, and I, I'd exactly. like everybody to know that. that well, I, I but, also, but also, even, even though you haven't driven, you've been out there. I've been out there. I, I mean, like you said, yeah, so, I mean <laughs> – I, I, what, yeah, I mean, you you have lived it, so. I have been in the, my when 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 my son was born, um, his dad had a load to Texas, and we live in Wisconsin. And I said, "You're not leaving me home with a, a new baby in a new house." So we we threw the Christmas tree out, strapped the baby seat in the sleeper, and 
and went to Texas and stopped in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I had Christmas dinner with my brother. So I know what it's oh. like to be gone on holidays, and I know what it's like to be out on treacherous roads, and I know what it's like to have to pay a fuel bill. Um, so I, And I do have – I think that's why, you know, the passion does come out because I feel the pain. Um, you know and that's who, the big part. You know who I respect the most is the women who have been out there for 15, 20 years who who actually have um, been in the industry and have experienced what it's like to really be discriminated against. It's, you know, in 2008 it's not as prevalent. It's still rough. Women still get harassed. But, right. you know, 25 years ago to be a woman driver, it was a huge, huge uh uh, struggle, um, and those women who have done that, uh, I just have the utmost respect for them. I just I think that they're awesome. I mean, I made I made one long trip with um, Alan, and I thought, okay, I've had enough. And that was it. Yeah, we went. She jumped in the truck with me. She was all excited. I said, man, this is going to be a lot of fun. And I said, well, just you're fixing to experience what trucking is all about. So, so we went from Florida to. Um, Oh, man, where did we go? New Mexico, Arizona. Arizona. We went on a long trip, and finally I think we were in Phoenix, and she jumped on an airplane and flew home. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was it. <laughs> so, and I had to drive back. I, I still feel for people. I mean, I, I, it doesn't mean I don't, and uh, I think that's important for, for everyone to know. Yeah. I have I have been in a hurricane in, in a truck. I've hand unloaded uh, 4,000 pounds of steel because we were overweight on the axles. <laughs> I mean, we've had wow. steel stickers stolen off our truck. I mean, I, I do know what it's like, and, it, and it's, I do have a lot of respect, and I guess that's why I, I've started Women in Trucking. That's awesome. I, I really uh, I think it's wonderful. And um, what should people do to, um, if they want to get more involved in this? I mean, if I want to get involved in it, do, do I have to be a, a truck driver? Or, no, you know, no. Um, only about 20% of our members are truck drivers. Um, we've got mechanics and safety professionals and trucking company owners. But the first thing I would ask is that they become a member. We're a little over a year old, and we have 1,300 members, and that's corporate members and individual members. So, like, UPS counts as one. <laughs> but um, <laughs> for students, uh, a membership is only $10 the first year. And a CDL holder is $25 in dues, and um, a non-CDL holder is $50. And those dues, um, you get a newsletter, you get a lapel pin, we have a company store, we have a bulletin board on our site, we have a lot of information that experts have provided, uh, everything from safety and nutrition to um, technology issues. We have a members-only page where our members can get corporate discounts on products and services, and um, our members get invited to events, like we hold receptions at some of the truck shows and offer networking opportunities. And my big goal is to have a convention in the coming year, um, probably a year out from now, where we can bring in speakers and have exhibitors and, and really do some great networking and mentoring. Well, that sounds uh, quite a quite a bunch of goals. Um, <laughs> uh, so, how do people? What do they do? Just go on the site and join, and, and that's, that's pretty right. much it. Yeah. Yep, they can go to womenintrucking.org, 
and click on there and we take credit cards and <laughs> pretty simple. Yeah, everybody does. <laughs> and, those, and those fees. Go ahead, Ellen. Those, those fees. Those yeah, those fees you mentioned. That's just that's per year, though, right? That's right. That's right. That's per right. Year. So it's very cheap, very affordable, and and. Um, well, so I, I know, like I said, mentioned earlier, I know you do a lot of traveling. Like you just got back from Dallas, so that was a, a show you were at. Was That's that right. right? Yes, we had a booth at the Dallas Truck Show. Well, what, what, what's coming up for you in the near future? What's your agenda looking like? Well, I'm speaking at the National Association of Publicly Funded Truck Driving Schools event, and um, I also serve on the Safety and Loss Prevention Council Recruiting Retention Working Group. So I've got a national show coming up, and... Uh, uh, Wilmington, Ohio is for the NAPF TDS. The truck driving schools have really embraced our organization and are very interested in how they can attract more women into the industry. So I work a lot with them. And the, the publicly funded schools, actually, many of them give their women graduates uh, membership to women in trucking. And the CV, uh, commercial vehicles, uh, the privately funded schools, the uh, Commercial Vehicle Training Association um, has set up a scholarship for women who are members of Women in Trucking and attend one of their schools. So they're, they're, we've wow. support from the truck driving schools. And the Ontario Trucking Association is also a member. So we're wow, well, you've had a, <laughs> you're, you're busy. <laughs> you're busy. Well, I, I think it's a great organization and what you're doing is a passion and you're helping people and there's just not enough of helping others in this world, in my opinion. I just think it's great, and you've certainly had a fantastic first year. I, I wish you continued success. I know you will. Oh, well, thank you so much. I, I hope that a year from now I can come on and tell you that we're at 5,000 members. <laughs> How many members <laughs> well, We're at 1,300. Okay. Well, let's start. 1,300, and that's just a little over a year since you've started. That's right. Oh, okay. That's in a year. That's actually quite good. It is. Uh, my goal yeah, was to hit yeah. 1,000 in, in the first year, and we did. So um, we're at about wow. 100 now. So well, maybe well, I, I just – go ahead, Alan. Yeah, I, oh, I was just going to say I just think it's great. And, um, um, I mean, with, we don't advertise on our site, but uh, I'm trying to think what we could do to help. Uh, I mean, with your permission, we could place a banner or something on our website to help promote womenintrucking.org. Wonderful, we'd be honored. Yeah, I mean, we get several thousand hits. We get quite a few hits, and um, I was just sitting here thinking while y'all were talking. Well, you know, that that could be something we could do. That's right. I, I just think it's a great thing you're doing. So, well, thank you. Think any word Women in Trucking is a nonprofit association, so people need to know that also. There's nobody right. making money off this. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, well, Ellen, I've, I've really enjoyed visiting with you, and thank you so much for taking the time out and being here today. I, I should have made this show an hour. I think we could have talked a couple hours, but <laughs> I, I really appreciate you being here. Well, thank you to both of you, and you guys, uh, you. please let us know what we can do for you you and your listeners. Well, we'll keep in touch, and we'll uh, let us know how we can get that on the website, too, and if you can send, you know, a code or something. Sounds good. Okay. And we'll we'll... We'll give you a little time, and we'll have you back on the show. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. Thank you. Okay, you too. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So there is um, Ellen Boya. Just check out her website at womenintrucking.org. It's just a great organization, and uh, 
join and and just uh, benefit from all the benefits you'll receive from that. And um, we appreciate you being here for Truth About Trucking Live. Until next time, this is Alan Smith, Drive Safe, and thanks for listening. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.